Hello and welcome to Bored and Sassy. I'm Val. And I'm Sam. And we're here to bring you Disney news, discussion, and opinions with a sassy grown-up bent. This week we're going to talk about Rise of the Resistance. A second topic, I already... Passholder magnets <laughs> Pass in the mail. Passholder magnets. And Cherryland. So our first topic is Rise of the Resistance, Woo! which I can't say anything. <laughs> I say this as though we've gone on it. We haven't gone on it. Um, but the internet has been in a confusing uproar for the last, you know, two weeks about it. Mm, yep. Just about. So what they did with Rise of the Resistance is similar to what they sort of planned to do for the beginning of Galaxy's Edge and I think did for like a day. Right. Where, instead of letting you get in line and wait in line for eight hours like you would for Hagrid at Universal, they made boarding groups. So when you get to the park and you scan in, you can open your app and you can get a boarding group for Rise of the Resistance, which means you end up with, I think, a two-hour window within which you can return when your boarding group is called. They look like they've been calling them in big groups. Um, and then you can get into still a line, but it, like it's not a fast pass. It's just that you're getting into a line that is, again, at most going to be a couple hours long versus like eight hours long. And some fucking how people are mad about this. And I don't know if it's the same people who were mad about Hagrid or who were mad that Galaxy's Edge didn't have long lines. But I want to fight them. Yeah, this is this is a weird one. And just to clarify, too. There are no fast passes. There are no fast passes. And actually, so people have reported going back through a, like a shorter line, getting a fast pass for it. If they were in a boarding group that got, um, kicked off because the ride broke. So I think there is a fast pass queue. I think there might be DAS capability, but I haven't figured that out. Disney mom's park blog had said there was going to be, but there is not a fast pass. It's literally just, you get a boarding group and you go on when that boarding group is called. And so the thing that blows my mind here is that this is fundamentally, this is no different than getting to the park and having to immediately get into a long line and then waiting for five hours, except you just get to, you know, have someone hold your general place, you know, within a few hundred people of where you would have been Mm -hmm. so that then you can go enjoy the land for, or Elsewhere in the park, like it doesn't matter. And people are like hours mad that you have to get there at 5 a.m. And I'm like, at least you're not getting there at 5 a.m. and fucking waiting until 3 p.m. to get on a ride. No right. math. 1 p.m. Right. to get on a ride. Well, and like and think about this too. For Avatar, mm-hmm. IP that you and I both know is not the most popular. Nobody IP gives on a the fuck planet. about Avatar. Nobody gives a Literally fuck about on the Charity IP. Land that we're talking about later. Last night, somebody was surprised to find that the ride is called Avatar: Flight of Passage. Like right. that's its official name, and somebody was like, "What?" And, <laughs> and this is a ride. <laughs> this is a ride things. that is associated with IP that you know was a fun movie. Val probably likes it more than ninety percent of the people. And like, I don't like it that ride. much, right. but I really loved it um, when it came out. It was very pretty. And actually, the ride captures most of what we love. Pocahontas in space. <laughs> um, and that, even, you know, years after release, has Still had has, absurdly yeah, long yeah. lines. Even to like the tune three, of, like, I'm right. Like, 
I've seen Math. three or four hours. Easily, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On just like a Tuesday. Right. You know, like not not like a weekend, you know, with a lot of pass yeah. holders. You know, it was just like... On a Tuesday. And and if you imagine that, and then you think for two seconds two. and knock two brain cells together and go, hey, I wonder if Star Wars people are going to come out for a new ride. Right, like fucking... The thing is, I think that people were like, they weren't right. There weren't big long lines for Galaxy's Edge when it opened, so there must not be rides when this opens. And it's like, no, the fucking reason that there were not huge lines when this opened, when Galaxy's Edge opened, is because this ride wasn't also opening. Right. So people who are going to make pilgrimages are going to have their pilgrimage date be when that other ride is going to open. Especially because Smuggler's Run is fucking cool. But when they tell you that they have this like cinematic old school dark ride style, but new fucking like 20, 20 or 25 or whatever minute ride coming. Of course you're going to fucking plan to be there for that because most rides are two seconds. This is a legitimate experience. So people are going to fucking plan for it. And so the thing that drives me nuts about it is these are people who are like, well, clearly it's failing because it doesn't have eight hour lines. And it's right. like, what do you think now? And honestly, I don't know what these people think now. Maybe it's different people who are annoyed that you still have to get to the park at 5 a.m. But it's like, either way, you would have had to get to the park at 5 a.m. What they're doing is they're avoiding the Hagrid eight-hour lines by saying, cool, get here at 5 a.m., but then you can, yeah, wait in line to get into the park to get a good boarding number, whatever. Then spend your morning doing other shit that you want to do. Then come back. Like, you can go back to your fucking room if you want, because you have, like, two hours to get back into the park to get on your boarding group. And the other thing is, this is this is only a, you need to get to the park at 5 a.m. if you want to get into a boarding group is like, well, sure, but it came out two weeks ago. Right, right. Like, yeah, literally, like give it like a, a chance month, to calm down. In, like, a month, it'll be, oh, if you get there before noon, you'll right, get to right. ride the ride. It'll like, calm come the, on. It'll calm the fuck down, just like, again, like, Galaxy's Edge. It's not, The thing is, people, too, are saying, like, oh, Galaxy's Edge didn't have lines. Like, Smuggler's Run didn't have lines, but Galaxy's Edge did. And Galaxy's Edge, if you remember, the first couple days, at least, I know the first day, people were there, like, three in the fucking morning. Like, it's, it's what happens when something new opens, and it's such a great system. It is such a great alternative to some poor bastard of a cast member with a fucking stick standing like a half a mile <laughs> right away from the, the end lot. of the queue. <laughs> like, this is the end of the rise line. Like, it's so much better than that. And I don't understand why there's backlash because I there'd be more fucking backlash if you had to get there at 5 a.m. and might not get on the ride before the day ended. Like, what? So here's the other thing, too. They have built, you know, a nicely themed queue for that ride, but nothing destroys the immersive aspects of a land more than having a legitimate, like, five to Dude, eight that's hour a wicked, line. that's a good point. Because Pandora sucked when you couldn't even <laughs> walk into it right. because there was a line right. on the bridge. Right, yeah. Like, that's, you couldn't even that's get in hot there. garbage. Now imagine if all of those same people were just walking around Animal Kingdom enjoying it, knowing yeah, right. that in a couple hours they will get to get in a one to two hour line right. 
instead. No, that's super, that's a like, super good point. And I know, like, some people, the objection to has been like, it keeps breaking down, and how could they release this? And to those people, I say, you don't fucking work in tech, do you? People release broken shit all the time. I'm not saying that Disney should. I'm not saying that it's great that it keeps breaking down. But it is also, like, revolutionary ride tech. And it's apparently like not one per- i have not seen one person maybe one salty person on on the walt disney world subreddit but like i really maybe have seen one person say like eh. like everyone who has gone on this is like this is the most amazing thing this was worth the wait blah 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 um we're both patrons of a, a disney youtuber on uh just uh patreon and in his discord and there's like a spoiler channel specifically for rise and of course i haven't looked at it because i have not gone on the ride yet but like but people were at all of the top level from like all the people in that group who were there opening day it was like oh my god so worth it like i have not seen anyone be like "Eh, it was just it was okay yeah i think i think your point earlier too keeps coming back to me of the 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 pilgrimage thing for lack of a better term um there are so many people like everyone everyone who went oh well uh galaxy's edge is a failure cuz it's not totally <laughs> packed the, like they were evaluating it basically half opened early even though yes in reality sure you can consider it late because half of the attractions were not open at launch um but the the simple point is people who can only afford to make one trip every you know, five years or every decade or, you know, in their adult life to come to this are going to wait until both rides are open. That's a simple fact. It's an obvious fact. Mm -hmm. And anyone who thinks that Galaxy's Edge is not going to be an extra shit show for that is a fool. Yeah. So, like, they have to take drastic action because... It, it would have, like, there would have been fights. Yeah, We've there would have been fucking like, riots. It would have been like many, Black Val, Friday. Val, you've been to some midnight showings I of sure films. I sure do have. Have you ever seen people get into an altercation because of long lines at those? Because I sure have. I was going to say, I feel like, yeah, kind of. I've, like I've seen least... some people, like, get very aggressive towards each other. Yeah. Because they'd been waiting for six hours right. to see Harry Potter. Right, right. Like, imagine. Again, Black Friday. Like, think about what used right. to fucking... Ha- it doesn't seem like it does as much anymore, but the years when people would fucking die and shit because everyone right. was rioting right. and they punching get each other and, for a TV. And again, like, the the no running in the park rule won't stop people yeah. from charging yeah. towards Rise of the Resistance and, like, killing anybody in their path <laughs> in the process. Like, shit sucks. Like, this is, this is this a smart a move. This is a smart move. Yes, the technology is not perfect. Yes, the ride still has its hiccups, which is frustrating, but... I think it's it's the right call, and it's also, I am way more comfortable with waiting in a normal line for that than I, like, it simply would not be possible for me to consider an eight-hour wait. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm Oh, yeah, not no, there's no, way, there's no way, there's no way, there's no way. But boarding groups means that I could wait in the normal line for that if yeah. I needed to. I don't really know what's going to happen with that, because, like, I could wait get on a good day, but yep. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. Um. I'm waiting for someone to accuse us of being Disney shills. But I just feel like the thing is, like, I feel like this is a good innovation. Like, I feel like this kind of a system, this virtual queuing, like, return time stuff is such a, not in the way of fast pass.
pass where everyone can get one and then there's the the poor normal people and the fast pass people like this system where it's just cool you're waiting but you're not waiting in line it's just it's fucking great i i honestly think right. it's a great innovation and i think that i hope that they use it when they open other like particularly exciting attractions and one final note on that just a reminder if this is the effectively the technology that has been used for you know uh restaurant reservations like can you imagine if you had to line up in a long line based on when you got to the restaurant to get in like it's not a club in the 90s like it you know you get handed a stupid little buzzer thing and you go sit down or they text your phone when it's like it's just more civilized like come on that's great i'm excited to see whenever i end up there next what happens with it and if i can get on that fucking ride (laughs) Our next topic is pass holder magnets. So yesterday I was sitting in the living room and Sam was like, you want your magnets? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because we'd gotten these like, you know, sort of booklet looking mailers from Disney that look like the like every quarter or so pass holder things that they send you that are like, come to the park, you get this discount. Oh, here's some pass holder merch that won't be there by the time you get there. Uh, Like that shit. (laughs) And I was like, that's not what those are. And he was like, yeah, it's ma- I'm, I'm pretty sure there's, like, there's a magnet in here. And I was like, no, there fucking isn't. They don't do that. <laughs> and sure enough, either they do that and I forgot or I don't think they did that before. Uh, certainly not two. It was funny. Because, yeah. So it was funny because we renewed. We didn't renew our passes. We bought new passes. Is it because we didn't renew? No, it said renew inside of it. Nope, no, it said that we had renewed inside of it. So um, it was like a renewal packet um, that was just like, thanks for renewing. Well, well, but they gave us two fucking Mickey Passholder magnets. Like, not one, but two. And we already have one from, did we get one the second year? Yeah, I can't remember. I I don't remember. I think we got a a Mickey and a Minnie is what we got. Well, the Minnie was, no, the Minnie was from one of the festivals or something. Okay, well, I'm a liar. These are the regular orange Mickey (laughs) ones. And I was like, holy shit, they fucking sent us each two so I can put one on my car because it's not the only one I have if I, if someone steals it off my car. Right, we now have an overabundance of that particular Mickey Passover. That particular one, exactly. Like, I could put that one and then if someone stole it, I could put in the other one. (laughs) Which is a good point, because that's something that always occurs to me. First off, I'm always really happy when the car in front of me has one of those. Oh my god, I love it. And I want to, like, wave out the window and be like, hello, my people. But in reality, they're probably like, (laughs) this is my wife's car. Like, (laughs) I'm probably clipping the mic terribly, yelling at it. But, um, but I'm, I'm genuinely happy about it, because I loathe bumper stickers I not hate because bumper I don't stickers. not because I don't feel like there are things that are important enough that you would want to stick them to your car no and but... I don't mind them on other people's car there is something <laughs> right, about when right. I bought my first new car I was like it's so pretty I don't want to put bumper stickers yeah. and that's sort of how I've like like a magnet you can take off if you want yep but bumper stickers you can't and I yeah yeah I'm 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 happy about it I'll probably put one on my car um and I hope that they continue to do that. And I can't decide if I hope that they just send us infinite Mickeys. 
because because then, then you're not then as worried you really about, don't yeah, have you don't to worry like if it blows it. off your car yeah. or someone i don't know why someone like would magnets. take one but it's, they do all the really? time okay. apparently no like that's a thing that's like a people thing. have posted that like people stole them and shit yeah people, i guess the exclusive ones like if you no, if you, like even but, the regular ones wow. i see yeah people all will right. just fucking take them because they're assholes um, I, what I want that, what I would also like them to do is the fucking sliders because yeah. we didn't try to go, or do they mail them with we, the magic band? I think when yeah, we do the magic band like order, they, we might get them. But I don't yeah, remember. we didn't, we didn't wait in line this last trip because we were there and the line was just absurdly long and we were like, we've got shit to do. This right, is Right, it nope. was just like, if it's, <laughs> negative. if it. And it was, I don't even know how long it truly was, but I was like that, however long it was, it wasn't it was too bad. Long. It was, was probably like, going to be like 10 or 15 right. minutes. I was but like, we just that's weren't, too many we for a fucking magnet. Right. Yeah. Um, but I do like the sliders. Not that we don't have yeah. enough sliders. Like, yep. I, it's fine. Yep. I just, it was cool to like get that in the mail. Cause I assumed, again, I assumed it was just another like, come to Disney and here's a pass holder 20% discount on some rooms and merchandise from this festival that you really want but if you get here two days into the festival you can't fucking have it that's something they should do too is they should like crazy release those in waves so that i wish i wish like like, then they they release new stock every there was a fucking figment shirt i wanted so bad during flower and garden this year and i got the pin version because the shirt was gone by the time we got there and like just even if you limit the like even if you limit how many a person can buy if they fucking go every day and buy right. one it doesn't matter if they bought 10 over the course of two days or if they are 10 or 10 blah 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 10 over the course of 10 days or if they bought them all at once like right i just wish i do wish that they would release them in it's, waves it's something that's interesting as a too. non-local pass holder like right. you're just fucked for most yeah it's, it's definitely meant um so it's definitely meant to convince people that oh we should definitely we've been thinking about going back again it's definitely meant to convince the people where it's like you know an hour or two yeah if we were if we were driving super, distance but like we're easy, fucking you know? 24 hour driving like we're awful all the way down the east coast driving distance and fucking pennsylvania takes two years to get there and i'm not doing it because that's you don't have to go through pennsylvania you fucking do what yes you do how do you get yes you do you definitely do I definitely went through Pennsylvania. I mean, when you I went. can. No, but, but you have to. No, why? Yes, you do, because ninety-five goes through Pennsylvania. And I guess you could. No, <laughs> no, you have to go through Pennsylvania. Nope. How the fuck else would you? What are you gonna you do? Just go, go through, through New York. New York goes into Pennsylvania. <laughs> are you trolling me? It doesn't really count as in Pennsylvania. Samuel. <laughs> You're really fucking trolling me. I mean, I guess you could see the the thing is like you're like Pennsylvania, you can kind of go on the line. Pennsylvania but who wants is to be like in eight hours across, so it's it's well, you don't for go me, across, but you go because I I know, but I because went I went to school, school in central Pennsylvania, like like brushing along the edge of Philly is not Pennsylvania. Ah, uh, okay. That's oh well, it's well, not a stuck up thing. It's well, it's, that's that's, that's like me. saying like. You know, oh yeah, I went through Rhode Island and, you know. Okay, you know, fuck you. I don't want to go through Jersey either. You have to go through. I, I was like, I know fucking Pennsylvania is on the way to Florida. I'm not making this up. Been, <laughs> I did that drive once, even if I did go off to meet an internet girlfriend in Georgia instead of going to Walt Disney World like I was supposed to. Ugh, um, 
It's just a long fucking drive, man. Yeah, no. Not no, doing it's it. It's not, not a thing. Not, not, not The point is, close. we're not doing the fucking drive. And yeah, even if how we did wanted that even to, come up? <laughs> even if we wanted to, we could not be those people who went, oh, cool, pass holder thing this weekend, I'll drive down. We would use half the weekend doing the driving. Right. So that's the other thing is that, like, I, I realize now that this is a thousand percent intentional. Um, the scarcity yeah. of these of these items for pass holders it is. is just to get people to think like, oh, act quickly if you want these. It's the so we're going to go down for the weekend. Yeah, you know, it's, it's the limited it's, edition, right. damn it. It's the, it's the fucking Beanie Babies. Disney can spin up a new thing, like a new product and yeah. have it on yeah. shelves in like a month. Unless it's a fucking Baby Yoda. Unless Ugh. it's a Baby Yoda. Well, <laughs> yeah, they can make some really shit Baby Yoda merch in like oh, two weeks. But, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, pass anyway, holder magnets. Anyway, are fun, magnets. Mag- anyway, magnets. Fucking magnets. <laughs> how do they work? <laughs> pass holder magnets. You didn't know you were listening to work? a podcast by people in their mid thirties. We just made a fucking magnets. How do they work? Joke. So yeah, that's hey. the whole joke. Wow. Just say that phrase. So I guess. old. We're so old. What? Yeah. You know the origin of. The- oh yeah. Okay. I, know. I, I was yeah, gonna be like, bitch. Don't, <laughs> don't you quiz me on juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in Keene, okay? Oh, honey. Sure did. Home of the Juggalos and the Pumpkin Riots. Uh, just some really... It's a home of some really special white people. That's... Uh. Magnets. Our final topic for today is a thing that already happened, but that I want to talk about so you know about it for the future, because it's going to keep happening. Uh, It's a nifty Disney fan fundraising event called Charity Land that started in 2018. It just happened yesterday. This We're recording this on Monday night. See how long it takes Sam to edit it. And actually get it out there into the world. <laughs> hey! um, it happened yesterday, uh, Saturday the 15th. And it was an eight-hour streaming event. It was hosted by Rob Plays, Disney Dan, and um, Defunctland. Kevin uh, from Defunctland. Or Santa Claus, as you might have Yeah, seen Kevin couldn't make it, so it was Santa Claus. Definitely Santa Claus. <laughs> I knew that was a fucking bait and switch. It was so funny. Um, and they had a bunch of different theme park um, YouTuber guests on. Um, they had... Uh, the guy who fucking voiced Bear in the Big and puppeted Bear in the Big Blue House and and like, wrote and produced or something. Yeah, too? Like, yeah like they just had like the, literally like, the Bear in the Big Blue House celebrities, guy. Yeah. a few different podcast guests. Um, and what they do is so this happened. This started last year. There was a stream. I I I always I'm not involved with Charity Land. I'm just plugging it so you know about it in the future. But there was a uh, Kevin versus Rob debate stream that was happening that Disney Dan was moderating. And like, I don't, I was annoyed at stuff Kevin said or something like that. And so I super chatted just so that I could like ping a message up because some people were like doing a little super chat, like $5 and $10 super chats. And I super chatted like a hundred bucks or something stupid um, just to get a message up. And uh, apparently afterward they were like, hey, we could probably raise some money for some, like, for a good cause doing something like this. Because, like, a lot of people tuned into those Rob, Rob and Kevin debates. Because yeah, and a few other people donated, too, right? I, a few other people, 
Well, that night wasn't donations. That I know, but uh, sorry, super chat. Super. That's what I said. Oh, Other people yeah. had super chatted, oh, okay. like smaller amounts, and I just gotcha. like threw up a bunch of money or whatever. Yep. And, and so they were like, "Oh, we could like do this." And so then I guess that was what started. So I always joke. I'm like, "Oh, it was my like I inspired Charity Land," but like it's not really. But they did this. <laughs> it's all their thing. Like they they got into this conversation of like, "Oh, cool, we could raise money. What can we raise money for?" So last year they chose. Um, Give Kids the World Village, which is, I like didn't know yeah, about. Yeah, I didn't know it was a thing. It's a fucking it's so magical cool. wonderland resort. Um, this guy, um, I'm gonna completely mispronounce his name because he is, he was, I should say, um, Belgian. Uh, but I and I feel like probably the W is a is a V, so. Henri Landwerth, maybe? I don't know. It's something like something that. like that. That's better than I could do, he so was, we're gonna go with it. <laughs> I have to pronounce it Henri because it has an I at the end. <laughs> um and he was a um literally a Holocaust survivor who like came to the US, managed to make it to the US after losing both of his parents in World War II. Um, and he was drafted into the Korean War, and then he used the GI Bill to take a course in hotel management and, like, became a hotelier. Um, he became a manager and all that, and he co-owned and or managed a bunch of hotels in Central Florida. And in the 80s, he started offering free rooms to kids who were going on Make-A-Wish Foundation trips. And most people know what Make-A-Wish is, but if you don't, like, they provide trips to terminally ill children, critically ill children, um, or wishes basically. So it can be a trip to Disney. You see a lot of kids with make a wish shirts or, or parties with them. It can be going Meet other places. Tom Brady right. It, exactly. Or, like know. it's all kinds of it's whatever the kids like right. wish is because the chances that they're the chance the chances are they're not going to make it to a full life where they would be able to maybe do a lot of the normal other things that people get to do. Um so what happened is that one year, um uh little girl named Amy with leukemia passed away before she could make it because the other arrangements couldn't be made in time. Um, and so he founded give kids the world, um, which is a nonprofit resort and it just gives vacations to kids with critical illnesses and their families at no cost to them. Like there's no, basically what happens is if you go through make a wish, or I think there are 250 total different wish granting foundations they work with. If they go through them, um, and they say, okay, we want to grant this wish to go to Disney World. Then Give Kids the World Village is like, okay, cool. And they just arrange right. the whole thing. They just thing. handle it. Yeah, which they just is, handle it. Which is it. so important, too. Um, because uh, especially especially at these points, like families are so concerned with making sure that their their child has appropriate care. And that right. like the financial stress of even just that care can be difficult. Yep. Because not everybody is lucky enough to like have their kid at like a St. Jude's or something. Yeah. Where it's just also similarly just covered and you don't have to worry about it. So they're already stressed out. They may not really be capable of figuring that out. And um, Make-A-Wish is incredible. Um, but there's still like a lot of... Uh, a lot of connecting points that have to happen for it all to come together. It takes tons and tons of volunteers. So um, this specific organization just focuses on making those arrangements and also uh, now accommodations. Yeah. And so it's basically like a giant resort of like storybook little villas. And it's, it's super cool. And so last year, I think last year's total that, 
these guys raised, they just kind of did a stream from wherever they were last year. Like everybody joined from different locations. Um, and they, I think they raised like $11,000, which was really cool. Yep. Um, and then this year they had a goal of, uh, 13, 13, 13 I believe. Thousand? Yep. Yeah. But this year what they did is Dan and Rob and Kevin all were at Give Kids the World Village. Like they worked with Give Kids the World Village. So for this stream, they did an eight hour stream, like a marathon stream the whole time. Kevin Perjurer was in a Santa suit, like sweating his ass off, I'm sure. Um, like with makeup and everything. And it was great because everyone wanted a face reveal. He had a beard on and he even had his eyebrows done. So like there was... So you, good. You, it, was, it was great. Um, also, he was definitely sweating after a little bit <laughs> after he started eating the mozzarella oh, sticks. God. La- which Val, can you explain the mozzarella yeah, sticks? Yeah. La- so last year, I, I feel like it was last year on the, the stream when they were all sort of all over the place, there was like an... if you donate whatever dollars I'll eat mozzarella sticks. And he ended up eating like 30 mozzarella sticks on stream. 31. I think and it's it was now a joke. I thought it was 30, oh, but okay. anyway, it's now a joke um, in the theme park tube, like community and discord. There's a whole bunch of, of uh, Disney YouTubers who have this like group called theme park tube. And there's a whole fandom around it. And there's just like, it's just a joke about Kevin and Mozzie's. And <laughs> last night they were going to like make him do the same thing. Uh, at I want to say like ten o'clock or something nine thirty, yeah. uh, this guy donated a thousand dollars at ten dollars a mozzarella stick, and then someone else donated like a hundred and seventy or something. Right, so it was like, it was not long after they they noted that it was like yeah, so for ten dollars a mozzarella yeah. stick, yeah. assuming that like yeah, we can get like three hundred bucks yeah. from this, no, and then yeah. just a thousand bucks. The guy was one of the like tech crew and moderators from the yeah. team par- theme park crew guys, so it was just really fucking funny because right, he knew he exactly just dropped what he was doing. a grand. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. and Kevin was like, what? And obviously Kevin did not eat one hundred and seventeen, but it was funny. Um, anyway, that was a tangent. Thanks, Sam. You're so, welcome. So they were at Give Kids the World Village, like sitting outside. They worked with them. So they also had like an intro explaining what Give Kids the World Village is. They had like uh, these different little tour segments as part of their kind of commercial breaks of another YouTuber. I think his name was like Vincent Vision going around with a staff member. They showed all of the different stuff that they do. Every kid that goes there, they like have a gold star that they put their name on. They get to put their name on and they put it on their ceiling and like... They talked about all of, like, just how good of an escape it is. And also, especially the ceiling thing being good for families who, like, feel super alone. And then they look up at the ceiling and they realize that's all the kids that have been there before. And, like, they're not alone in what they're going through. They also had, a like, a, an interview or, like, a solo um, chat with, uh, like, a recorded video of someone talking about their experience going there Oh, yeah. There later with their later in the night, they had a... F- uh, uh, Give Kids the World alum who like talked about their experience there, right? And, it and, was it, super and it's cool. just it's it's really cool because it's it's such an impossibly hard thing to imagine a family going through. And like, I don't want kids, just, and I cry when I think about kids being in the situations that these kids are in. Like, right, right, and just, it's just it's it's so tough because it's like yes, there are so many problems in the world that we can try and solve. And this is just one of those, like who could say no to trying to help give just like some giving kids a kid and their families some joy. some joy. Yeah. That's, and I think that's, that really resonated with a lot of people. I mean, it yeah. clearly did because they fucking raised 20 grand this year. So like, yep. Holy shit. 
they did an amazing job. It was really cool. Uh, they're all of them obviously are way bigger audiences than we are. So it's not like plugging this will necessarily get them more traffic next year by a ton. But like, honestly, if you are one of our seven listeners, <laughs> like seriously consider going next year and donating. And this year, what they did was like, in addition to um, all being sort of, or most of them being in one place, like they did raffles for different um, items, which I think they did last year. Um, but they also did a bunch of auctions. So like, your boy won a fucking 3D printed baby Yoda with a fucking pod and is going to scream when it gets here. And some cool art. Yeah, and like, Hatbox Ghost. Hatbox Ghost art, yep. Um, which was cool because I hadn't bid it on the Hatbox Ghost art. And then during the stream, there was a time lapse that the artist right. had recorded of herself doing it. Super and it was cool. just so cool. Like, super, super They just cool. did a good job of... I mean, kind of like the GBH ones that you'd see where like, yeah, you'd, right. there'd occasionally be a break or like one of them would go off and not be on for a segment because it was eight fucking hours. Like yep. it was just, they were outside for the beginning of it and then they like went inside when it got dark and it was just a cool, it, like it was a, it was a well done thing. It's also a lot of fun because they, they're they just, just hilarious like good people. Friends. So it's like, yeah. it's like, you know, going to a barbecue with a bunch of total idiots that you would want to <laughs> hang out with. And just listening to them shoot the shit Whoa! and give each other a hard time. Just fucking dunk it like, up. Well, that's no, a, that, I mean, that is like, the funny the thing, thing is that about it wasn't, like it didn't feel like one of those television right. fundraisers. Right. It didn't be it like felt oh like look just how dignified. Out with, yeah. With fun people. Look how you know? dignified we're being. Meanwhile, fucking so Kevin Perger, like when you watch his videos, they're so heavily produced and researched. Oh yeah. If you fucking ever put him in a live thing, <laughs> like especially this where he's in a Santa suit, I would have sworn he was drunk as of like halfway through it. Like he just. He's just silly and weird. I think that and was it the was heat funny. exhaustion. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. They had Jenny Nicholson as a guest this year, which was like super cool. Yep. Um. It was. It was just fun. They did some trivia with her, which she won. Fuck you, Kevin. Um. They did. <laughs> God. Um. They did. Um. Like Jeopardy. Uh, yep. They did Jeopardy, which was hilariously challenging, and everyone lost at. Like, yep. it was Watso videos against. Um. Was it offhand Disney? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And it was just like, like neither of them could get anything. And then even Rob and Dan and Kevin didn't really know what's going on. I think they had a, someone else like coordinated it and it was just really <laughs> hard shit. Um, did you know that the last animated film that Walt Disney signed off on before his death was Aristocats? Who the fuck knew that? Nobody wow. fucking knew that. Wow. Um, Not me. Certainly. Yeah. Nobody knew that. Uh, it was interesting watching in the chat too. Cause like people are all chatting in this live stream on YouTube. And so like seeing that a lot of people did know other questions, no one fucking knew the years to cats, but like just chatting with people the whole time was pretty cool. Um, and then at the end of the night, there was some quiplash, which I did not, I was like, what the fuck is this game? But it's like, it's kind of like cards against humanity. I feel like G- kind of, yeah. It's, but my sense of humor is weird and not like everyone it's, else's. It's, so. like, it's more like, you know, apples to apples or whatever, because I guess, you're yeah. writing things in. Too I just kept like, like picking stupid answers yeah. <laughs> as an audience member, but it was a cool, it was, the thing is that it was really cool to see like these folks who put months of effort into it and then like sat on a stream for eight fucking hours, like in from 4 PM to midnight. And my dumb ass, I was like, cool. I'll just drop in here and there. I stayed on the whole time. <laughs> I like, I mean, you know, I like ate dinner and I like dusted and vacuumed the living room during right. parts of it and whatever. But like, I was in the living room until I meant to go to bed and I did. So I'm sleepy. <laughs> I'm still tired. 
They they did a good a really good job on the production aspects of it though. Other than yeah. a, a couple of bumps here and there, like it was really nicely produced and like yeah. the breaks in between with all the videos. It was all it was all really cool. It was frankly um it's also really cool because I think all of the those channels have grown Oh yeah, they've fairly all grown significantly a, a huge since amount. the last yeah. one. Yeah. So it's really cool to see them like upping their game too yeah. because they all have, have improved their skills and also are even more sleep deprived and exhausted from yeah. doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, because they've they've been pouring their lives into you know, making this great content. Yeah. And it's really cool to to see them all sort of band together again. Um, towards such an, an incredible cause. Yeah. It's been cool to see that in general too, just like the growth of the Disney YouTuber community because there are folks who like, I feel like Rob in particular used to say that like he didn't think that, you know, there was much of a chance of hitting 100,000 subscribers like yep. as a theme park YouTuber. And then like kind of a bunch of them did at once and like Kevin's I think over half a million like there's just, yeah. it's been cool to see that there is an audience for this stuff. And I know they're also really like now, of course, everyone's worried about COPPA because yep. is there content for children? Is it t targeted at children or not? And all that stuff. But, um, but it's been cool to see that grow because honestly, like a big part of why we're as big into the parks as we are now is because of stuff like this. Like, because I, when we started going in 2013, like, we, you know, I referenced a lot of websites and we really liked going, but there wasn't that like fandom aspect of all of this cool shit, like behind the scenes and what goes on. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't know necessarily that like what cast members were or what the Disney college program was or like Utilidor or, you know, like I didn't know a lot of things about the parks because I just, I thought of it as a place I was going on vacation that I really loved, but it wasn't something that there was all this like history around and almost like a, a subculture with. And it's really cool that like YouTube basically just houses this like subculture of Disney Parks fans. Yeah, it's, 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 it's really enriching. neat. And it's, and it's kind of cool to just, it's one of those ways where you would never be able to find a sufficient grouping of people outside of very major cities to like have, you know, regular meetups or something like that. Right. Right. Um, with people who are, who are quite that, that level of fan. Yeah. But through the power of the internet and especially through the, the, the algorithm sort of bringing people <laughs> together, um, because yeah. like a whole bunch of people didn't even know this was a thing and yeah. just were like, you know, Oh, I just stumbled across this video about, you know, Disneyland. Honestly, I stumbled across this video the about water, uh, the water smell. The algorithm showed you know? me the water smell video yeah. that Rob did a few years ago. And I was just like, whoa. Like, Actually, that was my favorite part about, about Charity Land was hearing them compliment each other on their favorite videos yeah, of each other. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and I agree um, the, the Legends of the Hidden Temple video. Um, was definitely the who's whose was that? Was I that Defunctland? I was I half asleep. So. I don't no. remember. But um, Rob's Rob's mosquito video got mentioned, and yeah. I was like, "Sentinel I chickens." It. Yeah, that was it. Was it was just cool? It was cool seeing them appreciate each other because it is a like it's a group of of theme park tube is like this like, loose non loose. I don't know. I I feel like it was a thing that was like it's an organization. <laughs> I feel like it was it's a website. But I don't feel like the website is the main point of it. I feel like it's they've a built a community. 
It's not a fucking union. <laughs> They've built a community of people who love theme parks. And it's, you know, like the Discord has a lot of structure. And I don't go in there much because yeah. there are a zillion people in there. But, like, it's just a cool thing because it's it's a fandom. And it's not just, like, you don't just have to go on Reddit where it's every different flavor of fandom. Like, there is this, like, weird subset of people in their 20s and 30s, like... Being, you know, huge Disney fans and loving the behind the scenes stuff. And it's been cool to see it grow. And um, it's really cool that this group has enough of a presence to do this much good. Definitely. So I really hope they do it in 2020. I think it's freaking great. I mean, I think they're probably planning to. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they just, almost doubled what they yep, what they. It was amazing. Raised, so None I of them are ever going to listen to this, but if you do, congratulations on an amazing Charity Land 2019. And oh my God, I shouldn't be trusted with a credit card near auctions and or donating things like this because wow. But, I mean, at least you didn't <laughs> donate a grand towards mozzarella sticks. No, but, but I donated over a I grand know, to <laughs> But at least it wasn't for mozzarella sticks. Baby Yoda, yes. Mozzarella sticks, no. No, no, no. I I just kept going. I just, it was like, eh, a little more. Eh, A little more, you know. But it was, it was cool. So, yeah, watch, keep an eye out for Charity Land 2020 because it's cool as hell and Give Kids the World Village is a really cool organization. You can also volunteer, apparently. Like, there was someone in the chat who said that they, when they go down, they like, do a day as a family volunteering there oh, that's a good which idea. is super cool so yeah, yeah. so charity land give kids a world village i'm making arm gestures yeah like i was like why are you making arm gestures this like is not a youtube like, video <sighs> okay yeah i keep dabbing and he just looks at me like what the fuck yeah you're 33 stop it and stop it with the <laughs> avocado toast oh and the God. oh wait no that's millennials that's us that's us That's been our show. Super organized God, this time. It's never organized. Look, <laughs> real talk, your boy did not make any fucking show notes because Sam was like, I'm going to go set the microphones up. And I was like, I'll make some show notes. And then my grandmother emailed me about Christmas. And I was like, oh, God, we have to talk about Christmas dinner. And then Sam was like, it's recording time. And I was like, ha, oops. So sorry. Sorry to this man. Um, that's That's our show. If you have feedback... Uh, boardandsassy.com click contact uh, that gives sends an email that tells us your stuff I still have that one that I want to talk about um, but I was not organized enough to do it for this show uh, you can also find us on twitter at board and sassy um, you can always just you probably know us if you're listening so just message us on facebook <laughs> or whatever send me a text no um yeah, contact us if you have feedback, if you have questions about the parks. Again, we did just go, so we have, well... Also... We don't have Galaxy's Edge advice anymore because that's completely different. But... But... Um, please let us know if you have any ideas for topics, too, because that's still always the, the toughest thing, is there's so much that we could talk about, but figuring out what you all want to hear is, you know, really really valuable to yeah, us. Yeah, there's like always news to talk about, but like right. it's not always fun news. Sometimes it's boring news. Um or sometimes we just don't want to talk about it. 
but <laughs> bad rumors bad well that's the thing we lost like you know we can't fucking trust wwnt so womp doing womp. shit um yeah no papa's topic ideas papa papa's questions if you have them um any any feedback any anything i'm really losing my train of thought here it's just woo. All right. Sam's like, for fuck's sake, Val, get us out of here. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's wrap it up. Like, let's go. Stop fucking All rambling, right. you stupid <laughs> piece of shit. Thanks, everyone, for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, well. Choo-choo, motherfucker. No, one time I did the editing and oh. you've never done the show notes. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're going to wing it. We're test, record, wing it. test record, test record. Test record, test record, test record.